interview, interview with an exorcist. Interview with an exorcist. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and that of his Holy Mother, tell me your name. I am Lucifer. I am the bright star. I am the angel of light, the oblos. I'm the slander. I'm also known as the deceiver, the tempter, the father of lies. I am the enemy. I am the evil one. Make no mistake about it. I am Satan. I am Beelzebub. I'm Lucifer. When were you created? He said, I was created on day one. That's why the good Lord said, let there be light. I'm the angel of light. Describe yourself, Lucifer. He said, well, I am a spiritual being. I was not created in equal, evil. I chose it. I am condemned for all eternity. I have no body. I am not inclined to sins of the flesh like lust and gluttony, but you are, and I use it on you. And it is noticed in art that you are depicted as being very grotesque and animalistic. Is this true? Lucifer responds, absolutely. We are more deformed than others. We are animalistic. Depending on how great you sin and how far you fall into the fire, the more animalistic you become. The greater you fall, the greater the disfigurement. Are all of you the same? No. We all sin differently. We all de were determined by different intensity. Our root sin is pride, and all other sins come from that. We have our own psychology. Some of us are talkative. Some of us are mocking. Some of us are proud. Others are hateful. Some demons are more hateful than others. Is there a hierarchy in hell? Yes, there is. You had nine choirs of angels in heaven, and when they fell, they fell hierarchically. The higher up the hierarchy, the more evil and more subtle you are, the more disfigured you become. Can superior demons have more influence on lesser demons? Absolutely. We can actually prevent a lesser demon from leaving an exorcism. Do you experience time like we do? No. We only react. We always say before or after. That's just so you know relative to you where we stand. Do you operate in this world? Very much so. I am the prince of this world. I control more than you think. As a matter of fact, I can levitate things. I can move certain things. But I can only do it if he allows it. Our powers are limited. We cannot create. Only God can. What do you do with your time? We spend our time watching you. Oh, but we do. We can predict what you do with almost certainty. What do you think about all the time? He says, we're very intellectual. We hate you. We hate God even more. What language do you speak? We do not. We communicate entirely by thought. Where are the demons? He said, we are everywhere. We're like swarms of bees. You can't see us. We operate in a space because you see something move or levitate or see a possessed person. That's kind of you know where we're located, but we are everywhere. We are not God. That means we are everywhere in that we cover all space, but we can get there in the blink of an eye. Do you know the future? No, we do not. 
We do not know your free choice. However, we're far superior to you. We can predict what you will do. We observe you. We follow you. We watch you closely. Can you perform a good act? No, I cannot. I have no compassion. I hate everyone. I hate God even more. Do you experience pleasure? He said, I do. Just like you do when you get revenge on your enemy. It's a pleasure, but it's filled with hate. Why did you fall? I fell because I now had to worship a God that became human. Imagine, I was created on day one. You were created on day six. And now I got to bend my knee before you. And if that's not bad enough, I now have to bend the knee before that woman. I refuse to call her by name. According to the exorcist, when he demanded that she pray, he pray the, our, uh, the Hail Mary, it took him 45 minutes because he refused to say the word Hail Mary. He said, tell me, will you exist forever? In a certain sense, I do. It, which sin is more powerful? He said, pride and lust. Can you cause a mental illness? Yes, but only if God allows it. Can you cause nightmares? Yes, I can. But that holy water goes longer than you think. It's truly a detriment. Can you read our thoughts? No, I told you. I'm not a shotgun artist. I'm a sniper. I wait. And I wait. And then I wait for the kill shot. That way I can get you, your spouse, and your children. Oh, I'm good at what I do. Can you influence society? Can you influence society? Oh, it's our greatest power. Man, I love tempting you to sin. We certainly do work together as demons. We actually strategize. We concentrate our efforts on you and the entire society. We actually have divisive strategies. You know very well, you know very well, listen to this, that there are certain individuals who have the ability to influence society because of their wealth, fame, and fortune. We use the media. We use the media. Because of that, it's our most powerful tar tool. We target all the elites. That's right. You heard it. We influence the media. We influences who you vote for. Who influences your country. We target the elites. We are never neutral. If they're never neutral, then you and I can't be. He says, we analyze every situation. We focus our energies on political officials and candidates who are wittingly or unwittingly in favor of our goals. Yes, we are well aware of prayer and what it can do. A simple prayer, the damage it causes to our plans, to the media, to our elite. Yes, we do fear it, especially when you pray to her. Can we be tempted beyond our strength? No. The problem is, is you don't call out in prayer. Do you have a plan when you're tempting us? Yes. I want to tempt you at your weakest point, when you least expect it, when you think you're pride and powerful, and that things are going well. That's when I get you. I know the probabilities of success. Again, I'm not a shotgun artist. I'm a sniper. 
according to the exorcist? Tell me, is there a demon for every person in the world? Oh, he said, it's more than that. According to Padre Pio, there are two demons in the world for every person that walked the earth. There's enough demons in the world to block the sun. And yes, to answer your question, because I have to, not because I want to, there are demons assigned to each and every individual. What temptations do you use? He said the same ones we get you with all the time. Pride, anger, gluttony, lust, avarice, sloth, and envy. Why should I change? You don't. You fall for the same sins over and over and over again. I went after man and woman the exact same way I went after Christ. Lust of the eyes, I see the tree, I want it. Lust of the flesh, it will taste good. It'll make me wise like God. Then when the Messiah comes to the world, I tempted him the same way. Throw yourself down. If you want it, lust of the eyes, you covet it, I, you will have it. Turn them stones to, flat, to, to bread. Lust of the flesh, it will taste good. I will give you all of these kingdoms. I go after you the exact same way. Does holy water bother you? Yes, greatly. It disturbs me. Are there any other objects that disturb you? Yes. As a matter of fact, a crucifix, even though it hasn't been blessed, tells me ultimately what my destiny is. That's why you need them in your homes and in your rooms and at work. I do not like the relics of the saints because they tell me about all the ones that got away. You know, they do anoint those. That bothers me too. Even though it's not blessed, it bothers me. But a blessed item, I know. I know what's been blessed. Blessed salt and blessed water cause me great harm. The exorcist one day ran out of water. He goes and quotes, get lemonade. He blesses the lemonade, goes into the exorcism. He uses the, the, the lemonade. Then he says, what did you think of it? It stung because it's blessed. But it's not water. Water's pure. It's clean. It brings about the baptismal rite. It's stung, but nothing like holy water. If you had to say, what protects people from being attacked? He said simple prayers, especially when you pray to that woman. That St. Michael's prayer, he comes all the time. He says, you know that old man, Padre Pio, he's a problem too. And for John Paul, don't care for him either. He said, the fact of the matter is, what's more important, confession or exorcism? He said, confession is worth 100 exorcisms. You went to confession, I can't get to you because you went there freely and on your own. Are you legalistic? He said, I am. He said, I have to follow rules. If I want to possess a person, I have to get permission. Then I have to get permission where I'm located in the body. And if that's not bad enough, he dictates how long I will stay. He gives me a date stamp. Who are the demon of drugs and marijuana? He said the name we go by is Bacchus. Are the Gregorian masses effective in getting our, our people out of purgatory? He said they're most effective because there are 30 masses in a row for the same individual. Very powerful. Glad y'all don't use them too much. How do you gain entry into a person's life? He said, are you asking me who opened the door? He said, exactly, Lucifer. How do you get into a person's life? Tarot cards, chants, hexes, vexes, triggers, trances, vows, demonic blessings, Ouija boards, books, movies, wrong people, wrong place, wrong time. When you appear, how do you appear to people? 
He said, I can adopt many forms. All are allowed by God. I can come as a dog. I can come as a human. He said, I showed up to Padre Pio as her. He caught me, though. He made the sign of the cross, and I couldn't respond. He said, I even showed up to Padre Pio as Jesus Christ. He said, how did he know it wasn't you? He said, I didn't have the wounds. He said, how else will you come? He said, I will come as a moving shadow. I will come as a monster. I will come as a dark-colored person, a man. But, oh, I will come. Why do you hate Latin? Because it's the language of your church. My brother and sister in Christ, he hates you. And the very image of you been made in our Savior causes him to spit. Your name causes him to turn because you've been named by our Savior. He watches you and he's nothing more than a barking dog. The problem is, is that you stop and entertain him, causing the sin to enter the equation. He can do nothing to you but put that thought into your head. Remember, the most expensive real estate in the world is right here. He can put a thought into your head. You and I can, and so can he. You've never been seated at Mass, and a thought enters your head, and you're saying, I wasn't even on that page. I wasn't even going there. Who do you thought put it there? Ask yourself when the thought enters your head, where did it come from? Does it cause me anxiety and worry, trepidation? Does it bring you peace? My brothers and sisters in Christ, he's after your soul. Go to Mass, go to confession, receive the sacraments. There's nothing he can do. If there's ever a time to find your knees in our country, in our world, it's right now. And I leave you with this. The last question to Lucifer before the exorcist closed the, uh, the exorcism. Tell me, Lucifer, before I depart in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and that of his most holy and blessed mother, what is your greatest gift? That you do not believe I exist. See you soon. Amen? Amen. Now, if that doesn't get you where you need to be, sit down for a minute, you're good. I can't do anything else to move you. Now, you want to know why the cell phones went off? Because that was what the homily was going to be about. He works as he works. A friend of mine goes into an exorcism. He's an exorcist. Worst job in the world. He goes into an exorcist. He wakes up. He's running late. It's traffic. He's in Rome. He's got to get across town. He's, you know, this, that, and the other. He's got a, it's a major exorcism. It's Beelzebul. He get there. His phone's going off. He can't get into contact. He's running late. He's trying to call him, this, that, and the other. He finally gets the exorcism started. In the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and that of his holy mother, let us begin, Lucifer. Lucifer's first words. How'd you like those phone tricks? True story. Another true story. Priest brings in another priest into an exorcism. He says when Lucifer comes out, he is going to go upside you, one side down the other. He is going to go after you. He's going to call out every sin you ever thought, did, might have thought, could have thought. He's after you. Do not respond. Do not show him anything. Do not give him any ground. He begins the exorcism in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ and that of his holy mother. Lucifer, I'd like you to meet so-and-so. He goes up him one side and down the other. He called out every sin he thought he did, could have did, forgot to go out, everything. He immediately shuts down the exorcism, walks his priest friend outside, hears his confession, 
walks him back in, begins the exorcism yet again, and says, Lucifer, who is this guy? I don't know him. He knows you by your sins. One confession is greater than 100 exorcisms. Go to confession. Amen? Amen. Amen. Please stand.